Welcome to Above All, a podcast designed to encourage you with real testimonies of Christ followers with truths from the Bible. My prayer is that each episode would spur you on to be a doer of the word, not a hearer only, by hearing practical ways to live out your faith in whatever season you may be walking through. And welcome to another episode. I'm here with Haven Birch, um, who's going to share her experience in nursing school right now. She's halfway through nursing school, and yeah, I think um, I've always just been encouraged by her and her um, daily discipline to follow God and her heart for other people and why that's really led her to nursing and choosing harder decisions in schooling and all the things and so welcome Haven. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. This is so cool and just for y'all to know Abby and I we go way (laughs) way back. Yeah. (laughs) Done a lot of life together since second grade and so it's super sweet. We were even talking about it last night like how our friendship has evolved from something where we were just absolute spazzes (laughs) and we were the lead singers in a fake band and um, just all the crazy things we would do to now like pursuing the Lord together despite being at different colleges and different seasons of life. Um, so yeah, excited to be here. Yeah, thanks mm-hmm. for saying yes. Mm-hmm. Um, could you, I guess, share a little bit of who you are and what season of life you're currently in? I gave a little teaser, but anything yeah. else to help us understand who you are? So aside from loving the Lord and being a follower of Jesus and wanting him to be what I'm about in all areas of my life. I am going into my senior year of college and my last year of nursing school. And so uh, currently about to head back to my college town and get started on that. A little bit of dread, I'm not going to lie, because definitely hard year ahead. Um, I'm also engaged as of March. And so in the season of planning a wedding and just all the fun things that come with that. Um, So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at currently and just kind of the two most prevalent things that are happening in my life um, that people are probably asking me about. (laughs) So uh, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Um, Could you walk us through your nursing school experience so far? Did you always plan on being a nurse? What has that, did you have to apply? What did that process look like for you? Yeah. I don't think I have always wanted to be a nurse. I think for a majority of my life, I thought I was going to be a teacher. I've always loved being with kids. I have felt gifted as I'm working with kids and relating to them. Um, But then I think in recent years, as I've like talked to wise counsel and saw after like, okay, what am I actually gifted in? And like, what is the Lord? How does he want to use me? And what are my giftings? Um, I feel like a lot of people have kind of pointed out like the profession of nursing specifically. Haven has an incredible brain. Like she can <laughs> memorize an entire page with a single song and like ace a test by a song. Um, so she is very gifted when it comes to knowing medicine. So mm. you you want her to be your nurse. She will hopefully know the right thing. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm definitely an auditory learner. I like to write songs to memorize random <laughs> I don't know, physiological processes or whatever. Um, But yeah, it definitely helps me. So yeah, my mom specifically really encouraged nursing in me. She knows me better than anyone and is my best friend. And so um, when she's pointing out like, hey, I think you'd be gifted in this. And she's a speech language pathologist. And so she works with nurses and uh, saw me doing that. And so I think when she uh, 
brought that to light, I really seriously started pursuing it. Um, I applied after my two years of prereqs, and so I go to a Christian school in Abilene, and so basically I applied two years into college, and I'm in a four-year program, and then it's a two-year deal, and so I'm one year in, and I have one year left, so halfway through, it feels like I've been in it for for years and years, though. It's It feels like a long time, but I guess my experience so far in nursing school, I feel like the two words that come to mind is, like, hard, <laughs> just straight out hard and extremely humbling of, like... That's three words. Wh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three words. Um... Just because I think school has been something where it's like, I haven't struggled that much with school in my life, and so to then be in school and it not come easy for me has been humbling, (laughs) man. It's like, wow, I thought I knew this stuff, and I think specifically with nursing, like, the knowledge and the facts that you're learning in class, you have to apply those in the clinical setting and with people, and that's one of the most intimidating things of, like feeling inadequate Mm. and actually applying it and working with people whereas like I could write an essay and tell you all the right things to do but when it comes to actually like putting it into action oh gosh that's really intimidating and so have been humbled and I I think also as a nursing student you you just feel unuseful and not wanted (laughs) um some people love nursing students and like take you under their arm and truly it's like a picture of the gospel when a nurse who has a busy schedule and lots of patients is like, hey, come follow me. I'm going to show you what I'm doing here. You can try out your different skills and you can actually like talk to the patients. But if they don't give you that green light, you kind of feel like you're stepping on toes. And so um, just humbled, humbled to be in the hospital and to understand like how little I actually know. Um, So yeah. That's that's been my experience so far. Just it's tough. It's it's good and I think I feel affirmed that like this is still what I'm supposed to do. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely continually reminded and I have to be I have to go to the Lord as my source of like, okay, why am I doing this? Um is this really what my giftings are? Is this really what you want me to do? Cuz I think most of the time I feel totally inadequate and like I I can't do it. Um And so, yeah, he just, he keeps bringing me back to the core of like, hey, it's not anything that you can do, but it's, it's me and you. Mm. And so that's the most humbling thing though, to know that like, I am, I am nothing apart from the Lord, but also so freeing when I like go into my day at the hospital and I understand of like, this isn't, this isn't going to be me. Like, Lord, this is you and me. And so. Has there been anything that surprised you about nursing school? Like from, you'd heard from the outside and then you yeah. were in it, what changed? I think what surprised me most is, like, there's a lot of people that are in it for the people, and they truly do love to care for people, and um, they they want to be with people when they're in a very vulnerable state, which is all the people that you're around. Like, you're with people in their lowest lows. Like, they are not feeling good. They are broken, bleeding, bruised, whatever it is, and so it's just, like, it, it, it definitely, not everyone can do it. And so I think I've been surprised with how many people aren't in it for the patients and aren't in it for the individuals and kind of, you know, just see it more as like, this is a good profession. And mm. this is like a 
honorable profession. People um, speak highly of nurses and almost in it for like what nurses are spoken of and not because they actually want to be the nurse that cares and be the nurse that's different. And I think also with that, just how many people in the field um, really don't like their job. I guess it's just, it's more discouraging than anything when you're like in the setting where you're probably going to be working and then everyone there is like, turn back now while you can. And I'm like, you're literally saying that to me. Yes. I've, I've had people say those exact words, literally my first day of clinical. And so that's definitely discouraging. And I think surprising because, you know, I'm going in with fresh eyes and I'm excited and I care about people and I want to love people well. And I want to be with people in these vulnerable states and then to see the those that are already been in the field and have been working to just kind of be like, it's terrible. <laughs> I'm like, oh goodness, Lord, continue to affirm this, continue to give me clarity in this path because, um, yeah, that's I think that's been surprising, but I think more than that discouraging um, with both sides of it, of like the nursing students that are not in it for the patients, but then also like... Um, the already nurses out there and it's like wow it's it's a dark place and there aren't many people who have the hope of Jesus even in like the bible belt where there is a church at every corner and maybe a lot of these people do go to church but like it's still just it's a dark place and Mm so um yeah definitely a lot of need for the Lord and um yeah Mm. how would you say you've seen your intimacy with God grow in this season Oh, that's a good question. I think just to go back to like my freshman year of high school or even like past that. So like I think all of college for me has just been deepening my intimacy with the Lord. My high school experience was super sweet. I had rich community, like people who are chasing after the Lord. I was involved in different Bible studies and young life and I felt like very useful, um, very used by the Lord and like my giftings were needed and that people looked to me and wanted to hear from me and wanted my advice. And then all of a sudden I go to a different school than a lot of these people in my community and that's all taken away. It's like really hard to find friends of people who genuinely love the Lord and who are chasing after him with all that they are, picking up their crosses and following him. Um, But then just also like being at a Christian school where yes, a lot of these people are quote-unquote Christians, but the people that are actually chasing after the Lord, just very few and far between. And so I think to to enter into college was just really hard because a lot of my comforts and I think also a lot of how I viewed the Lord was, was through the people around me and through the things that I did and not just through what the Word says and who He is. And so when I entered into college, it was like, all of my comforts were taken away and it was like, okay, Jesus, it's just you and me now. Um, which at first was really painful as I was grieving, like just the transition and the shifts in friendships and what life looks like. But then it turned into something really sweet. And I look back on now with such fondness of like, that was a season of my life where I look back on where I felt the closest with the Lord. And it was also one of the lowest seasons. And so that's definitely trickled into nursing school. Like freshman year, it was a hard year. And that's kind of when COVID happened and all the things that come with that. But then also going into sophomore year, 
junior year. Now I'm going to my senior year. I felt called to this particular college and um, the Lord's can like continue to make it clear to me that like this is where he has me. But then that also hasn't meant that it's gotten easier and that those awesome believers who are chasing after the Lord have like come alongside me. Yes, there have been people, but it just looked different than I think what I hoped for and especially what high schools looked like. And so I think all that to say like there are so many lonely moments and there are so many moments where I feel like I am not being used in the same way that I used to be and so many moments where I feel like I have no purpose there and that like I'm I'm not noticed or that the Lord's not using me um but then I've just been reminded that like I am dearly loved dirt I heard that recently I forget by who but like there's really apart from the Lord like I am nothing and it's it's him in me and I think to be humbled to that low point of like okay it's truly just Jesus that is appealing good attractive about me everything else is my sin um and in that like I've just grown so much in my intimacy with the Lord because it's like he is my everything and I think whereas before I could look to people as a source I now see that like that's a that's a well that runs dry and um people are going to continually disappoint even the best people and the most godly people they disappoint um and so it's just it's been a season of yes nursing school but also just college as a whole where I the truth has been solidified that I need to be looking to Jesus as my source alone Mm. um everything else is a broken cistern and so yeah how would you say your day-to-day as a nursing student looks differently than someone who's not a Christ follower yeah I think to start off if I'm just going from like morning to night I wake up really early in the mornings um this is also because I've kind of nailed down what rhythm works best for me of like some people stay up really late to study that doesn't work for me I need to go to bed early um but waking up early like my brain works great in the morning and so first of all I wake up early because I know that like it's in the early hours where I'll get to study the best but also like have to make my alarm even earlier because I know first and foremost, I need time with the Lord. It's not something that's like, oh, this makes me feel good. And oh, this is like a good start to your day. And this is what you're supposed to do. Um, but like, no, I desperately need him. And the days when I don't feel desperate for the Lord, I have to be disp- disciplined in my desperation because it's like, even if I don't feel like I need him today, oh my gosh, I need him and my spirit longs for him. And so every single day, whether that's 4.30, 5, sometimes even earlier, like I have to start my day with the Lord. And sometimes I don't even get to studying and that's okay. But like waking up early enough to where I'm planning on, okay, I need to start my day with the Lord, start it in prayer, coming to him, receiving my purpose for the day, receiving the scriptures that I'm going to cling to for the day. Um, and then maybe getting to some studying, (laughs) but also like ultimately that time, that time is the Lord's. And I think I need time with him more than I I do need to study for the next test. Um, even if that feels really important in the moment. And so, um, that's definitely something that I think could be different, especially the times when like I am low on sleep and, um, I'm tired and, you know, just not, not at my best, but it's like, I, I know that 
that that time is, is so needed for me. And so definitely starting my day with the Lord. And then I think also with that, I mentioned like clinging to scripture. That's something that like has definitely carried me through nursing school and the days when I'm like just not wanting to do it and extremely burnt out and discouraged of like Isaiah 26, 3, he will keep, you will keep in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you for he trusts in you. And anytime I'm not feeling this perfect peace, I can recenter my thoughts of like, I need to fix my eyes on things above. And I need to remind myself of who I am in the Lord and who he is. And ultimately like that, that carries me to the next thing, to the next moment. Um, And so definitely like I have to have scripture on the forefront of my mind and written on the tablet of my heart or else I'll be grasping on to whatever empty word of affirmation that is thrown my way or um, good grade on a test, which is just so fleeting and not promised ever, uh, affirmation or good grades. (laughs) And so it's like, I need to, I need to have uh, someone who is steady and that's, that's only the Lord. And so um, those are the two things that come to mind of how it could look a little bit different for me. Yeah. What other temptations have you faced, particularly in this season? Oh man, so many. I think of like comparison, competition, anxiety, uh, just being stressed, I think is a temptation, which it's like being stressed is a real thing, but also it's controllable. And like Jesus says, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And that's a promise. Like he will give us rest. Back to Isaiah 26, 3, he will keep us in perfect peace. And so I think I can live as if scripture is not true. Um, and I think I definitely, like, if I'm, I find myself being tempted by one of those things, it's because I'm, I'm walking out my life in a way where I'm not believing scripture to be true. And I'm not believing what God says and his promises to be true um, when they are. And so I can, I can find myself, yeah, comparing myself to the people around me, even just like silly grades. It's, it's not important. Um, C's get degrees, <laughs> like you just, you got to make it through. But also it's like, I have this perfectionism in me where I want to do everything perfect and right. And that's definitely a temptation that I have to like want to be perfect and I want to get everything right. And I want to be in the hospital and the patients to look at me and be like, she has been a nurse for years. When really it's like, oh my gosh, I'm literally a year in. I know nothing. I, I, I know nothing. And so <laughs> to think that I could, I should be looked at as higher than I'm at is just my pride. And so, yeah, just to be surrounded by people who are doing the same things as you, people who are doing it better than you, and even the people that are doing it not as well, like it's easy to look to your left and to your right and kind of veer out of your lane um, when really that's just so destructive. Um, and so, yeah, I, I also just really dislike the competition that rises up in me when I hear people sharing test scores yeah. or talking about their experience and how they got an IV in. And it's like, well, dang it, I didn't get my IV in and I blew their vein three times or whatever. <laughs> and there's just this like, something that rises up in me 
And I don't know what it is, but it's it's my pride. It's this sense of I want to be better. I want to yeah, be the best. Yeah. And it's just, it's such a silly, it's a temptation that I have. And something that I have to like surrender to the Lord of like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And I'm still going to be used even if I'm, I don't get anything right. And yeah. so. But yeah. like some of the best encouragement I I've heard in the last, probably within the last calendar year, but um, is to embrace your humanity. Yeah. Uh, and to like realize that we are not perfect creatures mm-hmm. that are self sufficient and can ace everything, but like to recognize, like, oh, this like points back to our need for a savior and mm-hmm. our need for somebody that we're pointing to as the founder and perfecter of yes. our faith. Um, and so it's hard and it's painful to mm-hmm. be called out in your weakness. Um, but all the more reason to get to boast and like, hey, yeah, I recognize yes. I'm not enough. And the Lord is so kind to do that too. Yeah. Like a scripture that is really just this passage has gotten me through so many moments where I, I feel like I am nothing and I feel so burdened by the weight of this world, by nursing school, relationships, whatever it is. And it's 2 Corinthians 5 where basically this is the haven paraphrase of like <laughs> we – we feel burdened by this world and we groan because we long for heaven. We long to be clothed in our heavenly dwelling. And while we're not clothed in our heavenly dwelling and while we're in this earthly tent that is made by human hands, like we we feel the weight of it and we groan and we're burdened. And the coolest part in the next verse, it says, and who fashioned us for this very purpose is God who gave us the Holy Spirit as a deposit guaranteeing what's to come. Of like basically what that saying is, the Lord fashioned us to feel burdens that we would have to turn to him. Yeah. And so that we'd recognize that, oh yeah, I can't do this on my own. Like we were created to live life intimately with the Lord. And and we're, when we're not walking out our life in a way that is intimate and pressed up close to him, like we're going to be missing it and we're not going to do it well. And so, yeah, embracing your humanity, that's a real thing that I'm just, I'm so forgetful of. I know. But I need to be reminded of because, man, what a freeing thing, too, to be like, okay, <laughs> I'm just a human, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Do you have any encouragement for, I'll ask you three parts this, any encouragement for someone wanting to apply to nursing school, someone yeah. in nursing school, and someone who is a nurse? Okay. Someone who's applying for nursing school, I would say... If you feel the Lord giving you direction and, like, you have the giftings that a nurse requires, like, go for it. Um, And if you don't feel adequate enough, still go for it. If you don't feel like you're going to get in, still go for it. Because in any of those outcomes, like, the Lord is glorified. The Lord is glorified in rejection. And boy, does he refine us when we're rejected and said no to. Um, But then also, like, if you feel inadequate and you just barely get in, and you barely slip by, like, oh my gosh, you, you're so humble to such a beautiful point, where again, you have to turn to him for your strength, yeah. um, and also with that, like, just thinking about what a nurse is, um, and the people that we get to work with, and um, just the, the ministry that it is, like, there are just so, there's just so many ways to love people, and there are so many ways to show them the love of Christ, in a really real way that's tangible um and not just saying the words of like hey Jesus loves you but showing them by like giving them a bed bath or like being the nurse that is gonna sit and talk with them for a few minutes even though they have a bunch of charting to do and so 
that's what I would say to the person applying. Um, the person in nursing school, I would say, I get you. <laughs> I get your struggle. Uh, it's hard. Um, but also something I have to continually, continually remind myself and the people around me is just like, this is so temporary. And like, before we know it, this is going to be done. Um, and we're going to be out there on the field, even if we fail a class, it's like, you take another semester and you try again. And so really like, there's not much bad that can happen. Like we're just going to keep learning. And, um, again, the Lord is glorified in our failings. Like his power is made perfect in our weakness. And so we got to boast in our weakness. We have to boast when we, we fail a test. And when we don't know the right words to say, and we don't know how to interact with people of like, he's going to come through because he always does. Um, and so, yeah, it's temporary. Mm -hmm. Life is so short. Literally, like I think of the Francis Chan rope illustration where there's this white rope that goes on for all of eternity. And there's this like tiny, you can barely see it on the sermon video of like tiny red part colored in. And he's like, this is our life here on earth. And we're so worried about this next section on the rope or this little portion. And he's like, and we're not thinking about all the rest of eternity that's to come. And so I think of that and I I will watch that video on days when I'm discouraged because it's like life is so short. We're going to be before the Lord before we know it. And so keeping your eyes fixed on the important thing of chasing after the Lord and pursuing him and yes, doing your job well and like being a good student and studying for the test, preparing well, equipping yourself, but ultimately like leading those around you to the Lord and like being a light and you yourself going into deeper intimacy with Jesus. And so I would say that, and I'd also say to the nurses um, who are currently in the profession of, like, man, I admire you, (laughs) and just my little experience that I've had in the hospital so far, like, I see that it's hard, Um, and I see that burnout is real, and that it's, it's a discouraging, dark place, especially to the nurses that are in hospitals, like, it's hard. Um, and I, I, I have to say, like, I don't have that much experience and I don't know the ins and outs of what it looks like to be in a 12 hour shift because I haven't experienced it yet. Like I won't do that until the spring. And so, but even just the time where I have been in the hospital of, I've just seen how dark it is and how it's hard. Um, but also like the Lord is there and he is with you. Um, and when you feel tired and at your end, like, that's where he begins and that's where he's able to like do his thing when we step back we step out of our pride we step step out of what uh we think is best and what we know how to do um and then he steps in because I mean he's the best nurse um he's the best at everything and so yeah keep doing what you're doing (laughs) Mm. do you want to share that passage from Matthew yeah so this is um this is a scripture that I don't remember, this is something I came across in my own time with the Lord. Um, And he kind of put a spotlight on it of like, this is what a nurse is. And it goes, this is Matthew 25, 35 through 40. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you took care of me. I was in prison and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when do we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? When do we see you a stranger and take you in or without clothes and clothe you? When do we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, 
truly I tell you whatever you did for one of the least to these brothers and sisters of mine you did for me um it's just so powerful thinking about what we're doing for the least of these is we're, we're serving the Lord yeah um and so yeah mm. thanks for reading that yeah well thank you for being here and sharing your experience I know mm. we're only gonna learn more and so it's fun to get to capture these conversations of us in yeah such little knowledge and experience right um, that I think we'll get to listen back and be like wow we knew nothing yeah <laughs> um but I just am really appreciative as you as a mm. friend um and I just learned so much from you and your humility and like just true pursuit after God and his heart and the way that you truly like set aside time to spend with the Lord because you see that that is what builds you up and bolsters you up to go out um, yeah and I've just been encouraged watching you through college of continue to choose the hard thing mm-hmm. um, when you could have left and came to A&M and <laughs> been with your friends and had probably a more pleasant experience mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. the Lord knew and had purpose behind being in a harder season that is yeah. so temporary yeah and so um I know there's probably people listening that are currently in that, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Um, and just know that like no podcast or person is going to be able to tell you what yeah. is the right choice to make. Um, and there might be people that disagree with the choice that you make. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe that the Lord can speak to you and when, when we ask him and set aside time. Um, yeah. And so thank you for sharing, Haven. I've got Absolutely. one last question. Yeah. If you could recommend any book... Aside from the Bible, which one are you having people read? <laughs> oh, the book that has impacted me the most uh, is Daring to Hope by Katie Davis Majors. We were just, we were, yeah, Abby and I were talking about it earlier. Um, it is rich, um, and she really loves the Lord. And it's so, it's been so impactful to me um, of just, like, she's done big things in ministry, and she's made, like, big strides for the gospel but really where she's seen the lord the most is like in wiping the noses and in like cleaning up the messes and like consistently showing up and faithfully like caring for someone's wound day after day um and i think like the subtitle under the title is finding beauty and brokenness and it's just so sweet because you're so reminded of like there is so much good to see of the Lord. There are so many more aspects of his character that we learn about when we are in our most broken, depressed state. And so that's been a really impactful book for me that I'm like now wanting to pick up and read again, just because it's like, it's powerful. Um, So yeah, that would definitely be my book recommendation. Also her first book, Kisses from Katie, Kisses for Katie, also amazing. That was the one that like, when I graduated high school, I read that book and I was like, I don't want to go to college. I just want to move to Africa and be a missionary Um, and ended up being able to do like a cool internship opportunity. And so just all of her books really, I think all that to say, like they, they make you want to be different and they make you want to chase after the Lord harder um, and know more of his word. And so, yeah, that would be our book recommendation. Oh, well, thank you. And we'll probably be more in here from Haven sometime in the future (laughs) and so we will see you next time bye